Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 166 of Robots on Typewriters. Route 66. I have no idea where that is. Route 66? Not like not at all. Like I could not tell you where it begins, where it ends, where it passes through, except like maybe I know that it goes through Las Vegas. It it does go through Vegas. I think it's LA to Chicago. Oh. Coast to coast so LA like... to Chicago, baby. It's what the Beastie Boys were singing about apparently. <laughs> like it doesn't even come all the way to like this East Coast. It just goes to Chicago? That I, I believe so. I mean, I Wild. look. I'm not a Route 66ologist. I'm not a Routologist. Route 66 from Chicago to, oh my God, the Wikipedia page is like from Chicago, Illinois, through Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, <laughs> Me- New Mexico, Arizona, before terminating in Santa Monica, Los Angeles okay. County, California. It's weird that it just ends. I guess all roads must end, huh? So true. Anyway. So what are we doing true. here? <laughs> it does not go to Vegas either, so. Oh, what? Fuck us, I, I guess. <laughs> if I had done that, like, trivia, and it was, like, name 10 cities that Route 66 name one goes fact to, about Route 66, you would have struck really, out. <laughs> yeah. It may really as well go good. through Vegas. It's, like, in the area. It should have right. just, like, hooked up. What does it go through, like, Reno? I don't know where <laughs> Reno is. Anyway, what are we doing here? That's uh, a great this question. This is a podcast and I'm about U.S. highways. <laughs> it's called Roadbots on Typewriters Ooh. this week. This podcast is a little more about byways than highways. Am I right? <laughs> uh, yes, you are right. And uh, by that, do you mean this is a podcast and it's actually called Robots on Typewriters? We come here to talk about all things computational creativity. That means the ways that people use computers and AI and random generation, machine learning to be creative, to make art, to tell stories, to tell jokes, make music. And we have two segments on the show. One of them is the Zesty Hat. It's the first one. And that segment is where we talk about something that we have found on the internet that we would like to share. And then we play play our trashy toy, which is a game of our own creation to some degree. And both of those segments were named with the help of a random word generator. And if I played my cards right, this episode is smack dab in the middle of Halloween time. Ooh. My favorite time, the only time. Halloween, the of best course, time. a time that lasts more than one day. Oh, I mean, it lasts, oh, it lasts a lifetime if you're me. Um, so this is the center and- of your life. Yeah, pretty much. 54 yeah. you're you're joining the 54 club is what you're saying. What? <laughs> if 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 you're 27 during the center of your life, it means you're going to die when you're 54. Oh, okay, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good plan. A I life think. cut short, but I mean Yeah. You know. Not, <laughs> not so that short. short. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's going to be I, my I... eulogy for you, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. It's a good thing that you're getting a head start. I mean, it's easy to get a head start when you know so far in advance. Gonna so pencil I'm really doing everyone as a the favor. eulogizer, by the way. Cool. Yeah, it's one of those one less thing to worry about. So thank you. I say I, I invoke the Halloween time because I have a spooky hat today, and Ooh, I think we're going to like be playing a, a bit of a spooky hat. joke. Yeah, it's a witch's hat. I feel like we have to have made that exact joke Definitely. before. 
but it is, is yeah it's a huh? <laughs> i i feel like i'm being especially disruptive today and i already <laughs> apologize uh but are there any other spooky hats like does any other hmm. creepy character have a hat i almost said a dracula hat that doesn't exist whoa <laughs> i no, i like the idea of a dracula hat where it's like dracula's like angular haircut that you just put on top of your head it's like a swim cap yeah yeah a dracula hat hmm. What other kind of spooky hats? I don't like I don't maybe uh Does Freddy Krueger wear a hat? I feel like he oh, does. Oh, he totally does. In my head I'm thinking it's I like I heard a, a whisper hat. from behind me saying he does. <laughs> oh, that's are you fucking haunted? <laughs> yes, by Freddy Krueger. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> Freddy Krueger's behind you saying, "Yes, he does wear a hat. Turn around." <laughs> <laughs> Look at my spooky hat. I, you know, I jokingly said a fedora as a spooky hat, but like, this is a fedora, is it not? Freddy Krueger's hat? Um, I mean, it's I, kind of like a wide-brimmed fedora. I feel, like, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, you actually, don't want to offend a fedora him comes he's in the from room. the fedora region of France. And, uh. <laughs> like, actually, that's a sparkling trilby. A sparkling trilby. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing fedora. You know, I I'll believe it, but I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything it definitive I it. about it. <laughs> I mean, he is right there in the room. He could simply chime in. He has decided not to. Anyway, yes, I do have a, a spooky hat today. It's a fedora, the spookiest um, of hats, <laughs> the spookiest of hats, milady. And uh, <laughs> this is a Twitter thread that went quite a bit viral. I I don't. I'm curious to see if you've heard of this because I um actually was sent this this crossed my desk at the hands of our friend friend of the podcast Mario, who was vaguely actually supposed to be joining us today, but had to do stuff like <laughs> errands and watching a us. movie. <laughs> I mean. Just Genuinely, when I asked him last yeah. night, the answer was like, probably not, but yeah. <laughs> maybe. That is yeah, <laughs> vaguely joining. So this is a Twitter thread that Mario sent my way a couple weeks ago, and it is from Twitter user at Supercomposite. And this is the saga of a GAN result lady named... I'm pronouncing it Loab. I don't know if it's just Loeb. Have you heard of this lady? I'm not familiar with this thread. I, I don't will think. send you this Twitter thread right now. It's one of those things that like it's super eye-catching and creepy, and the story of it I think sounds even more creepy than it actually is if you're not like familiar with the way you work with these things. So it's um basically this this person is is like an artist musician and they have um they play around with GANs. I, I don't think they say which one, but by the looks of it it looks like um Dolly, you know, it has that Dolly stink on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um in a good way. <laughs> And basically, I, I'll just, you know, I'll read these tweets rather than trying to paraphrase because they are, in fact, tweets. Uh, it begins, I discovered this woman, who I call Loab in April. The AI reproduced her more easily than most celebrities. Her presence is persistent and she haunts every image she touches. And then there's a content warning. Take a seat. This is a true horror story and veers sharply macabre. So, like, just to preface this, like, I think it, it steers macabre in that, like, the image is generated are super macabre but like it's not like you know if you read the thread it's not like this person was 
generate like trying to generate something totally different and this lady would still show up like they were working with this image of this lady loab that they had generated the first time and been like wow she's super creepy and then i'm taking her with me she's she's basically yeah but i think like what also they find creepy is that there are features of her face that are so distinctly reproduced every time she pops up she's nobody but she is like so distinctly like replicable and so um basically the way she came about was they were playing with negative prompt weights they were feeding the ai text prompts and with a with a negatively weighted prompt negative one meaning like the it it would try to generate like the farthest thing from the prompt and the they ended up with this image that was from the prompt brando negative one and it's this like graphic design looking logo for a like a company or something and it, it looks like a kind of like a futuristic uh city skyline kind to of me, or it like, like it has medieval like steeples. seattle medieval seattle yeah it's just like it's like a very steeple rich skyline and then it says digita pentix d-i-g-i-t-a-p-n-t-i-c-s and so then to see if they could feed this back to the ai and get a picture of i guess marlon brando they um fed it digita Pentix, Pentix, Skyline logo, negative one. And that's where Loab showed up. So, like, she, like, showed up out of... It's not clear why, like, it thinks that this lady's image is the <laughs> the opposite of Marlon Brando and then the opposite of that. But basically, she's just, like, a white lady with long brown hair for the most part. Sounds like and a really she, like, original character. Yeah, and she, but she has these, like, triangle patches of, like, as the the person says, like, rosacea, maybe, on her cheeks, and they're, like, very defined and show up in everything, and she, like, like, these just, like, really, like, red spots on her cheeks, and she just looks very, like, beaten down by life (laughs) in most images. So then they just kind of, like, went on a journey of feeding her back to, like, you know, combining her, like, this image with, like, different other images that they've created, and different text prompts and stuff and like for whatever reason she just often would pop up in like some really really disturbing imagery like there's stuff that I like I looked at a couple weeks ago when Mario had first sent this to me and I don't really feel like looking at it again it's like they're they're just (laughs) there's just some like gross bloody weird stuff and they said that there's some stuff that's like even more fucked up that they like don't even want to share on Twitter that like they say in one tweet there's images that like almost border on snuff film looking kind of yeah there's really bad stuff in this Thread. Yeah, there's, I'm glad I'm. But, I'm glad we're recording this like right before my bedtime. So nice. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I feel like that's a yeah. This is a probably great thing to just like look at a lot of images of this lady and then immediately hop in bed and close your eyes. Yes. Yeah. So I hope I hope you enjoy that. There's not a whole lot to say about it other than the fact that like it did go viral, which I always think is fun and cool. Um, but I was actually like I was talking to someone the other night and I was telling them about my podcast and like and she was like, oh my god, I'm low. <laughs> she but she was like did you see that twitter thread about the haunted ai and i was like yeah so that it's that kind of thing where like I, you know i don't think that this is keaton patty levels of obfuscation <laughs> but it's that thing of like you it's, it's a little bit sensationalized in the like creepiness of it so that when it like crosses someone else's timeline they're just like oh my god a haunted ai created this like creepy lady when it kind of makes sense and kind of doesn't you know what i mean oh like, i think what's interesting like i can totally see how somebody who's not who, who like you know sees the occasional Dolly image come through their Twitter feed that kind of knows what Dolly is 
and then yeah. sees this is like, oh, that's haunted. She's in all of yeah. these. But then for us who are used to this, like super composite, this this user seems to be speaking to an audience of people more like us. Yeah. Not not knowing that this would go viral. And right, to, right, to, right. To a right. reader like us, it wouldn't imply at all that it's like haunted. It's just like I kept playing around with this one image and like seeing how if I mix this image with other prompts or other images how it would come right. out and like she's still recognizable in all of them yeah so it's like oh god there's some awful things god I, <laughs> I really do not like her i i hate there's like one towards the bottom of the thread where it's like she's normally not smiling like she's normally like actively not smiling like yeah edges of her mouth turned down but there's one it's like the one where it's like there's a kind of second like that's so bad that's easily the worst looking one. next to her where it like looks like she's kind of smiling a bit and there's like a really weird stylization to the image yeah there's just there's a lot of the, some of the images are like very very cool some of them are just like a fucked up looking lady but um i don't have a whole ton else to say about about loa but if you haven't seen her you might want to, you know, maybe don't do it at your bedtime, but that's honestly Depending on your friend group, this would make a killer Halloween costume. Oh, fuck. Man, I wouldn't want to do it, but wish that someone around me would. I feel like you've got the tools to be Loeb. I You're, do, but like I don't want to. You a white lady with brown hair. But like I would, she's not my type of Halloween costume. Yeah, no, I feel like, and there's so much. I feel like the one good thing about being Loeb though is like you, it kind of just looks like a a creepy like character. But like, that's you what could I'm just, saying. Like, it's like if she were cuter, maybe. But like she's not like cute, spooky, and I like I want to do enough. like cute. Do you think spooky that's if I'm how kooky the chatbot got her name? It's short for cute, spooky. Cute, spooky, maybe. But that's that's my witch's hat for the Halloween time. I often think about my AI Halloween song, and I wish I had the wherewithal to do something like that ever again, but I don't. I saw, I saw one of the most retweeted uh, comments in reply to the top, like the, the start of this thread was saying, this is really dehumanizing to the real woman in this image. And man, it's, it's making me think like, I, I don't want to make fun of the person that tweeted that because like that's that would be a fair point if it made any damn yeah. sense. But like, right? We need like there is normies need lady, better education right? about what's going on here. There's not a low app like she, like right? if if you're being fooled by the existence of the picture and the second picture, low ab resbon or whatever it says. Like, I don't yeah. know. We're in we're in trouble in a couple of years when like. I know. You know, <laughs> fake Barack Obama saying that the, the nukes are coming or whatever. Right? Oh, I did forget to say that that's where her name came from. There's like this like album cover looking image. <laughs> it does look it's like, like it, it, it. I even thought it had a parental <laughs> advisory warning, I know. but it does not. <laughs> it definitely should. Loeb, Resbon, Utren, 100. <laughs> I thought it was two. It looks like it a could be two. Yeah. William Tauber. Gambino, number 14. <laughs> I feel like I'm doing an eye test. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you read the uh, the chicken bouquet that she's holding? Ew, no. I need glasses. All right, thanks for your creepy fedora. Yeah. With that, it's time to bring it on to the trashy toy. And this week's trashy toy is inspired by some fan mail that I read just an episode or two ago. <laughs> and that was a letter sent in 
a, an email, not a letter, to be clear. A letter! Sent in by our fan and friend. Friend, in your case, you've met this person. I have not, <laughs> though I consider us friends. Like I consider all of my friends who I haven't met. Like I consider all of the people who I interact on the internet as my parents. <laughs> our friend and my dad. <laughs> no, our fan and friend, Mike Thomas, sent in a bunch of writing prompts from a writing prompt generator from ServiceScape uh, about our new characters, Cook and Lamb. And we were we were chatting in the in the back channels about, hey, what do you what what is this whole ServiceScape thing? And as far as we can tell, it's like creative services, book a professional service in the in the creative realm website. But also it has this writing prompt generator with 1183 fiction story ideas. And you can sort by genre and you can search through the ideas and apparently you can get stories generated for you randomly and as what what we believe is that it's like either randomly selecting from a list of already made ones or like random combinatorics where it's like randomly combining pre-made prompts but mike sent us a few generated prompts about cook and lamb and we're gonna play ai dungeon with one of them this is actually relevant to the game that we're about to play somewhat but i feel like i feel like we should briefly tell um tell the the listeners the story of when we tried to make a video a couple weeks ago <laughs> we, so we... when we were still in the same uh country and home we were trying to, yeah, make uh, a food-related, AI-related video, and it didn't go so well. We were we were going to make some like AI-generated sandwiches, and basically the only reason that we didn't end up doing this is because I had to get on a train in like two hours, and I did not have enough time to like go to the store and make stuff and whatnot. So we like recorded a whole intro and made up our sandwich prompts and everything, and then we put our shoes on. We're standing at the door, and we were like. This isn't going to work. We don't have time. Do you want to go to the pet cemetery instead? <laughs> so we went to the little pet cemetery in our hometown instead of making you a video. So you're welcome. <laughs> we figured it would be in the Halloween spirit, even though it yeah. was still Even though September. it was August. August. Yeah. Yeah. September. Um, yeah. Spirit, Halloween, Halloween spirit. Spirit, spirit Halloween. Halloween. Flagship store Speaking in of our hometown, cemetery. basically. Oh, also that. We're famous. Yeah. We have a pet cemetery and a spirit Halloween headquarters. We do kind to live in you know halloween town high or whatever man it is it's it's lovely if you don't know what ai dungeon is ai dungeon.io is a text-based adventure game like a like a DD that you can just type right into and play either alone or with friends and the computer helps you tell a story and that computer is gpt3 a large language model that's really good at generating text and keeping the keeping the story going so we always end up defaulting to AI Dungeon these days when we don't have other good ideas for trashy toys because <laughs> it is kind of the ultimate realization of AI the and trashy toy. storytelling and gameplay right now. So it's it's pretty fun. Would recommend. Play for free. Just watch some ads about uh, anime <laughs> websites to get more Yeah, action. you didn't have to used to you didn't used to have to do that, but AI Dungeon has <laughs> grown. And a couple of weeks ago, we introduced a couple of new characters called Cook and Lamb. So I'll read the prompt that I gave AI Dungeon to start things off, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. And this is combining some exposition with the prompt that Mike sent us. London Cook is a young grave digger having a drink after work at his favorite pub, the Pleasant Cemetery. The pub backs up onto the local cemetery, the Pleasant Cemetery. 
In walks Sincere Lamb, a time traveler from the past, a big handsome man with silky pink skin. He's got a huge pink nose, but he's a sweetie who cares. <laughs> oh, he's a sweetie, so who cares? A sweetie, so? A, he's oh, a sweetie, I see, I so see. who cares? So who cares? About his big pink nose. About I think the whole time nose. last time we read that as, he's a sweetie, who cares? That <laughs> phrase clicked for me more than what we just did. Uh, a strange old man comes in and gives Cook and Lamb a mysterious bag containing a piece of string, a broken chess piece, a piece of hard toffee, and a feather. He tells them that each is magical and that you were chosen to use the items to help four people in need. Before that oh. it, they can ask any questions, the old man disappears into the night. Oh, okay. This is very mysterious. A broken chess piece, a piece of string, a piece of hard toffee, and a feather. Also, it's occurring to me that I don't actually know what kind of shift a gravedigger does. Like, when you say after work, is that like six in the morning? I just, in my head, gravediggers work at night, no, even though I feel like that's probably not possible. Gravediggers mm, work during the day. Okay. I assume. I don't, I don't know. know. You're like, don't you want to not be digging a grave when there might be people around? Yeah, I guess I don't you're know. right. And you get to the, I almost said you get to the pharmacy, but I meant you get to the cemetery, like on, <laughs> on a day of a funeral and like the hole's already right. there. You don't you see never the guy with the seen, shovel yeah. like, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> Right? You've never seen a grave digger. You wouldn't steal a grave digger. You've never seen a grave digger on duty. You've probably seen 10 today True. without even knowing. Yeah, check on your friends. They might be grave diggers. One in three people is a grave digger. If you're hanging out with two friends and neither of them are the grave digger, you're the grave digger. You're the grave digger. <laughs> anyway, okay. So yeah, let's get a, a bit of a so. What what do you remember there? So their rapport was kind of like their pals, their lads, their friends. Yeah, they're they're like bumbling drinking buddies who have very yeah. responsible husbands at home who That's are like exactly in a book yes. Club. So all of their escapades just kind of like happen at night when they're when they're drinking, yes. and then they and then they come end home up waking up back in their silk pajamas right. at home, neatly tucked in. <laughs> right. I, I'm supposed to do a Cockney accent here, but I'm definitely going to struggle with that today. I'm supposed to speak in iambic pentameter, <laughs> so that won't be any issue at all. Oh, my God. I, I can. This is I'm not going to be able to do an accent today. It's going to be so bad. London says, Oi, sincere. What the hell is all that? <laughs> do you reckon? What do we do with this stuff? I don't know, but we've got to do something, haven't we? This bag had instructions, didn't it? Yeah, we got to help these people. Sure do. Do we know? We don't know who the people are, do we? Like, they don't have name tags. Unless they do, we should might want to examine them. Who, pray tell, do you suspect they are? I don't know, but we're going to find out, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to find out. All right, then. Let's do it. Let's get them help. Uh, <laughs> we're dodging just, the question I feel like this also, also is how it went last time, where the, we're, this, these guys are just like, yeah, we should definitely do that. What do you think's going on? I don't know. What do you think's going on? Let's ask the barman if he knows anyone who needs a string. The bartender, a short fat man with a large chin that looks like a grapefruit, shakes his head Whoa. and says, No, no one needs help, you dimwit. Now bugger off. All right, all right. Wait, I think he might need the hard toffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Try giving it to him. I got Werther's Originals recently because I'm an old lady and they 
They kind of slap. Uh, you know, Chief went through a big Werther's original phase. <laughs> uh, that somewhat makes sense, somewhat not. Calm down, my citrus-shapen friend. Would you perchance enjoy a toffee treat? <laughs> I don't want none of your candy bars, you disgusting freak. Get your disgusting leprechaun fingers out of my face. But they're delicious. <laughs> Which one of us did he call a leprechaun freak? Because I thought Lamb was like tall and slender. Yeah, there is a... I thought Lamb was the banana-shaped friend and I Cook think is the orange-shaped friend. Cook is 5'11 and has an overweight build. So yes, I think you're like even taller and slender. Okay, calling either of us a <laughs> leprechaun just seems incorrect. Yeah, how tall is this guy? <laughs> We're the He's shortest. A, a short in this fat world. man. Yeah, what the hell? Is that just is one of us Irish? Maybe. Well, it can't Pretty. be me. Well, yeah, I guess. Couldn't be me. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say lambs come from Ireland. Okay. Do you remember that lamb's a time traveler and that's why you speak in iambic yes. pentameter? I okay. forgot that, but now I remember that. <laughs> or like I knew that, but I was not incorporating that into the character in any other way. I do hope the bartender ends up being our friend and one of our characters because I, I walked right <laughs> Yeah, we need a, a name for this him. guy. Yeah. Uh, London Cook waves the toffee in the bartender's face to see if it changes his mind. The bartender looks at the toffee and then at the three friends and he looks angry. He steps towards the three and snarls. We have a, we have a third friend. He is I guess. the third friend. <laughs> he is the third friend. Well, he's got to snarl something. We, I'm going to let yeah, it go. Yeah, let it go. I say we let it go. If you think you can con me, you're wrong. I don't want no toffee. Then the bartender walks back to the bar and sits down and glowers at the three. Hey, Lamb, I, I don't think this guy needs the toffee. <laughs> it might not be for him. It might be for out someone who the else. Third person with us is, though. Yeah. What you should do it as text. You should be like, cook Lamb and their third friend go mm -hmm. back to the table or whatever. Cook Lamb and their third friend go back to the table. The third friend says. I've got an idea. <laughs> Let's get the bartender drunk and then we can get some answers. Brilliant plan, says Lamb. What do we do? How do you get a bartender drunk? <laughs> Very carefully. <laughs> I also like the idea that I, I really, me, Allison, does not think we're supposed to give this toffee to the bartender, yes. but these guys are like, it's the old. Choice. We have to get him to take I, the toffee, wasting all of our time. I think that inevitably, yeah, we'll probably do, hopefully we can do a slow burn here and each each episode will be one of these four magical items. Oh, so this is, you, you see this as a long form yes, story. <laughs> I hope so. This is our one mission, uh, the, and these I also, four items. Well, I think that was like a downfall in season one, right? That we kept having these like disjointed, like one-off things and like- It's true. We didn't end up- And each time- Yeah, lore didn't end up establishing over time. It was just like all right. these like random people that we had to tie together it's at the so end. It's so true. Yeah, I think each of these episodes were gonna end up picking just the absolute wrong person and forcing them to have one of these magical items and eventually they'll have to like face off with the four that needed help. Yeah, so Lamb said, brilliant plan, what do we do? Well, I'll get the bottle of tequila. Whiskey, sorry. <laughs> I'll get the bottle of whiskey. You get the bottle of rum and you get the bottle of tequila and we'll make him drunk. Sounds good to me, says Lamb. All right. I really have so, some challenging lines here. It's just like, yep, okay, <laughs> let's do it. Um, okay, here, this is what I'm going to do. 
because uh, I want a name for our third friend. The third friend spills beer all over her name tag, which reads <laughs> Ted. <laughs> I like that. Honestly, very cute. <laughs> the third friend, whose name is Ted, nods. Good work, gentlemen, he says. Let's do it. You head back to the bar where the bartender... So we are now going to also try to to mug this man's bar. <laughs> We're never going to be allowed back in here again. You head back to the bar where the bartender is angrily tapping a pencil on the bar. I think we should let him speak. Let him speak his, his, his piece. Yeah, I think he is really going to be excited when we just walk up and don't say anything. We're not there to get any oh. drinks. We're just like, go ahead. You talk. <laughs> You walk up to the bar and the bartender, a big man with long yellow hair. So so he is he's a short fat man with long yellow hair <laughs> and a grapefruit shaped chin. Uh, he looks looks you up and down. He looks angry. Get away from me, you freakazoid. He screams. <laughs> oh, you can see now. Excuse me? You can do, say, story, or see. Oh, that's what I'm on. See- what does that even mean? Like, oh. I'm glad you said that because I was about to see something when I wanted to say something. <laughs> <laughs> if you see something, say something. London says, hey, mate, it's all right. We just wanted to see if you want to have a drink with us. I don't like your faces, you disgusting freakazoids. Oh, my God, this guy is so mean. Listen, we're good friends of the nice bartender over there, says Lamb, motioning towards Ted. <laughs> not a bartender. Ted does has, not like, work put at this on bar. an apron real quick and like hop behind the well, bar. Well, maybe Ted works at a different bar. <laughs> Why don't we just go to Ted's bar instead of bothering this instead guy? Instead of always drinking here. Yeah. Well, if we drink at Ted's uh, bar, then Ted has to work. Right. It's yeah. He likes to go different places. Yeah. 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 And Cook likes to drink where he works. So yes, at the Pleasant Cemetery. It ends with a comma, so I want to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Motioning towards Ted, who you've never seen before in your life. Yeah, we we just went along with this person being our friend, but I think that's like in character that like they're at this yeah. bar so often that anyone they else were just who comes sitting in, next to us at the bar. Yeah, they're just like, oh yeah, this is probably our best friend. We don't we don't yeah. really remember them, but we're here so much. Yeah, uh, we're friends with a nice bartender over there, and he's got an idea. He wants to see you get so drunk that you can tell us everything you know about the magical items. Oh, Lamb, don't show our hand. Uh, well, well, maybe. Let's see if it works. Okay. going to let it go. Just going to see if the bartender has anything to say about that. I, I think he's just going to say something mean to us. I don't know anything about no magical items, you disgusting freakazoids. Go away before I call the law on you. Oh my god. Freakazoid seems like such a thing your mom would say. It just that yeah. word it strikes me as a very your it's mom. A stupo type word. Offense. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should try someone else in the in the bartender in the bar. In the bartender. Um to see if they know anything about what we need to give them. Uh, or, I was gonna, or hey. I was gonna try to get Ted in on this. Okay. If this fails, I I, <laughs> I have a course of action. We don't mean to cause any harm. How about a dram for me and a dram for the bartender? Can you pour us some whiskey, Ted? <laughs> I'm not your butler, you disgusting freakazoids. We were talking to Ted. And you work here. You do have to serve us if you're not kicking <laughs> us out. Uh, you wave the bartender over to the table and the three friends sit down. So that Ted, so I feel, yeah, the three of us went and sat down at a different table, leaving the, the actual bartender by himself. 
All right, we still have, you know, a string, a feather, a broken chess piece, and we still have the toffee. Maybe someone else yeah. needs any of these. Yeah, um, Lendon has has an idea. I will, I'll right. see how this goes. I don't think it's going to make the bartender very happy, though. London Cook stands in a chair in the middle of the bar and shouts, Does anyone need a toffee, a chess piece, a bit of string, or a feather? The bartender laughs, a throaty <laughs> sound that's half cough and a half rasp. <laughs> chess piece? Feather? What are you drinking, loons? <laughs> Shut it, you disgusting freakazoids, Ted shouts, throwing his language back at him. <laughs> But also, Ted doesn't realize that freakazoids is plural. It's plural. He just thinks that's the whole word. Um. All right. Well, that didn't help. Is there anyone else in this bar? Like, maybe. What if? What happens when I'm gonna see? Yeah. What does London Cook see? Like. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. It's the bar. Okay. Look how full it's this. The... Oh no, there's your bottles up there, huh? So let me tell you what I'm... So what we've just seen is an actual image has been produced for us. There's like a little 8-bit kind of image of a big guy at a bar, little guy also seeming with like a pint of ale. And then what it looks like to me is that there's some tables, but then in the background, I guess that's like a bar with all the... Like a bar back with all the bottles, yeah. but I thought it looked like a um like a crowd of people. Same. Like we were like looking out at it from a stage. <laughs> yeah, it's like all in greens and browns. So I guess it's meant yeah. to be bottles, but it did look like an wow. off, like bleachers of people. It did look like bleachers. I swear, I it saw did Jack look Ant like Noff. Jack Antonoff horse. Yeah, <laughs> I swear I saw Jack Antonoff in there. See that yellow one to the side? That looks just like Jack Antonoff. Jack Antonoff horse. Um, yeah, and I like that there's wow, like some okay. Christmas lights at this one table underneath. Or Adorable, maybe yeah. Lights. Yeah, it looks like tiny, tiny police cars under the table. Um, I like that. Which which one of these is Cook and which one is Lamb? Well, or is one of them the bartender? And I guess. I don't know. One of them could be Ted. I kind of feel like the little one might be yeah, Ted. Yeah, Ted is and the like little the... one with a binder on. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like the bigger one might be. Might be London Cook because he's like big and stout, but. And like, like I feel like. um. Like like a beer. Oh, like a beer. Yeah. It's a very big, uh, heady stout. <laughs> Built like a glass of Guinness. <laughs> smooth and stout. Here's a little London cook, smooth and stout. <laughs> um, well, that's not what I wanted to do, so I guess I'm just going to well, do I it. I like it. I know. Very exciting. So C doesn't even take a prompt. It just asks you to kind of draw yeah. the current scene. It said, yeah, it says, like, what does London see? That sounds like a nursery rhyme. <laughs> London Cook looks to see if there's anyone else in the bar besides his friends and the bartender. You don't see anyone else in the bar, which might have been our problem, but you do see a sign of <laughs> <above> the door. <laughs> I don't think this is a bar. This isn't a bar. You do see a sign above the door that says, keep out private property, no trespassing. I believe we've made a mistake. <laughs> All this time, our favorite bar is just like the gravekeeper's like well, house. Do you think we might have like the bar is next door? We just like walked <laughs> in the wrong door and started demanding this guy pour us drinks and trying to make him eat a toffee. Um, I'll, let me ask. Okay. Like, if so, so sorry. We are just, we're fucking pissed. Sincere Lamb says, Ted, are we in the Pleasant Cemetery pub, or is this the office for the cemetery itself? 
It's a pub, you idiot! It's a pub! Now shut up and let me get us some drinks! You go back to the table and sit down. All right. Um, <laughs> um, I don't think Ted's so sure. I'm gonna... This. Here, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ted, yeah, Ted is a little bit unhinged, huh? He just, like, started making friends with us when we did not... Like, does he live here? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering, is, like, the bar... Who, the person we think is the bartender just, like, is just, like, don't the get along or what? Yeah. And Ted is, like, the, you know, the assistant gravekeeper. I feel like it's a trope that there's, like, yeah, like, a, an 80-year-old gravekeeper who's been keeping grave till the yeah. Pleasant Cemetery's done. But the... <laughs> He's got, like, a, a young apprentice that's, like, learning the trade. Oh, okay, okay. I like that for them. Love that for them. We're having, like, the opposite of the Bechdel test, where it's, like, how many male characters can we get that don't have romantic <laughs> relationships with each other? We're coming up with new, like, oh, it's, like, a master and apprentice relationship, but there's no romance. <laughs> London Cook whispers to Lamb, Hey, Lamb, do you think we walked in the wrong door? I don't think Ted knows what he's talking about. I don't know, but I think you're right. Let's get out of here before we both get into deeper trouble. Right, let's get out of here. We'll come back and see these guys sometime. We don't know what the other bartender's name is, though. Maybe they're both named Ted. Maybe Ted is the bartender's son. That's what I was thinking. You, London Cook, and Ted... Okay, since your lamb walks out of the door and towards the actual pub next door, you... London cook. I guess that that's like when the Oxford comma leads you astray. But you, London no, cook, that's doing and Ted follow. It's, it's doing the right thing, right? Well, because it's saying like it's calling you Lamb. Well, no, I'm thinking it's this is written in the second person addressed to London cook. So it's like you, London cook, and also Ted follow. <laughs> I think there's only two people in this list. You, London Cook, and Ted follow. You're followed by two creepy men, one with a toffee nose and one with a hook nose. What's a toffee nose? You've got a nose for this friggin' toffee in our pocket. <laughs> should we, like, do, should we, okay, here. We gotta confront them. Is a toffee nose a thing? That's what I'm saying. I don't think so. Is it toffee in color or in shape? Toffee-nosed means pretentiously superior, snobbish. What? Wait, is like the adjective like toff short for toffee nose? Oh, I don't know. What? London Cook turns around to the toffee nose man and offers their toffee. Do you need this toffee? No, thank you. Okay. Are you sure? I'm offering a free toffee to anyone who needs one. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, hold on. Maybe try to give it to the hook nose man. <laughs> no, no, I want to stay with this toffee nose man. Sincere Lamb says, excuse me, sir, do you play chess? Are you missing a piece by any chance? <laughs> oh, I thought he said rock. <laughs> it says rock. Are you talking to me? Yes, I was talking to you, if you don't mind me asking. What piece are you missing? I was missing a piece, but now I have a rook. Um, did it say what chess piece we have? Oh, we have a broken piece. I thought it was a missing piece. Yeah, it's not missing. It's found. Maybe we have like the horse head of the knight, and it's like a chess because the head broke off. Situation. He's just, he's just using it as a rook because it's just like a little a little thing now. Like I think we might have the broken the the other piece to his to his piece. Sincere Lamb shows the toffee nosed man a broken piece of the chess knight's head. This is a piece of my knight's head. It's a rook. I don't know what you mean. What if the hook-nosed man needs a piece of string because his nose is like a fish hook? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> 
this piece on your mm. board. Let's see what magic it contains. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, this is the hook nose pen, maybe. It's a rook. Rook, rook, rook. It doesn't look like anything, but I bet it does something. Let's go for it. All right, do it. Rook, rook, rook. The hook nose man puts the broken piece on the chessboard. When he touches the piece, it begins to glow like a light. There's no writing on this piece. There's no writing on the board either. <laughs> He's got him there. Like what? It began to glow like a light, which like, I mean, I don't think it needs to do much else than that to be magic, you know? Like normal chess pieces don't do that. Yeah, I think the magic can just be the glow. There's no writing in chess, but look at the glowing piece now. I don't see anything. What do you see? I see a glowing piece of wood. I think it's part of the board, actually. I think it's part of the Jane. game. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Fantasy George Costanza. <laughs> Fantasy British George Costanza. I think it's part of the game, Jerry. <laughs> um, okay, well, all right, here. Oh, my God, I almost just ended my the thing that I was going to say with wouldn't you say hmm. out of context. Jack still haunts the <laughs> podcast from beyond the season. London Cook oh, London Cook did well. <laughs> uh, well, would you look at that? You think we've done something right here, Lamb? I guess you're right. Did, did we did we accomplish one goal? <laughs> did we do it? Should uh, we go have a pint to celebrate? Let's ask him. Sincere Lamb says, So, did you two need a glowing chess piece? Is our mission complete? No, no, we don't need a glowing piece, but thank you for asking. Well, if you do need a glowing piece, let me let me know. I can get one for you. <laughs> I like this pair of friends. I want to see what they're up to. <laughs> yeah. Can we get your names and uh, keep you in and our lives? This is just a world full of, of buddies. Shall we get a drink? Doubles chess. Loser buys the round. <laughs> Doubles chess. These two sets of people who, like, the, I mean, first of all, Lamb and, and Cook probably can't even play a successful game across from each other. Yes. But working together as a team against these two, working as a team. Ah, uh, wait, there is such thing as doubles chess. There's hand and brain chess. What? It's like one person is the hand, so, well, one person's the brain. So they say, if, if me and you were on the same team, I would say knight. And then you have to move the knight for our team on this turn or whatever. Uh, like, I get to like, pick which piece moves. You get to pick where it goes. Where it goes. What the fuck? What's the point of that? How does, like, does it work? It's so you can play doubles chess. Okay. <laughs> I'm buying the round. And you owe me a dollar. Uh, this is probably, maybe this is Ted. Okay, okay. One round on the house. No fair. You only had three letters. That's not a fair game. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. In, in, he's talking about in, in Ted's name. He only has three letters. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ted will buy the round, and whoever wins this chess match will keep the glowing piece. <laughs> okay, but I have two queens. That should give me a big advantage. Fine. Whoever wins will keep the piece. D uh, <laughs> don't you mean whoever wins buys the round? <laughs> I Isn't that what that. you said? You said that. I'm pretty sure I heard you say that. I think this was a recurring thing in the last uh, Cook and Lamb episode, too, <laughs> that they were basically fighting to pay for the next round. <laughs> and that they, like, continuously in their card game kept buying more drinks yeah. for the guys they were playing cards against. 
Uh, these guys are just here for some for a laugh. <laughs> They're just here for a good time, not a cheap time. I was gonna say like expositionally play the entire chess game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They all go into the bar and play the whole doubles chess game. At the end of the game, the hook-nosed man wins, just him, <laughs> and takes the glowing piece of wood from the board. That's it, says London Cook. I thought the game was over when the wook, when the wook, when the wookie. I thought the game was over when the rook won. I want to let it go just in case the hook-nosed man has a response. We're going to need to get some names for them know. before we leave. It's Oh, definitely, yes, so we can actually have them as characters. Yes. I don't know. It's been a long time since I played. Well, what happens now? Now you buy a round of drinks for everyone in the bar. What? <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> wow, this is the best game ever. Meanwhile, Lamb's like, oh, lucky you. <laughs> London says, hell yes, mate. Be back before you know it. By the way, what are your names? <laughs> I'm sincere, and this is my friend, London. I'm Ted, and this is my friend, Hose. Wait. I think... I think Hose is the hook-nosed man, and we still don't have a name for the Toffee Man. I think that's correct, yes. Do you think that's Toffee Man at the end? (laughs) Maybe, yeah. Or is that London? Because they were following us. Yeah, they were following us. So yeah. I think it must be one Wait. of me or you. Are you the two that were following us? Oh, yes. We were following you. What of it? Nothing. Just wondering. Ted <laughs> buys a round of drinks and leaves the bar. <laughs> um, uh, Ted's bye, got Ted. some chaotic energy. Yeah. See you later, Ted. Did not get your number, but hopefully we'll see you next week here. I mean, he seems to live here. Uh, that is true, with his dad next door. But we do, yeah, we just need a name for the toffee-nosed man, and then we can all go home to our husbands. Do our husbands have names yet? I don't think we got names for them. No, I don't think so. Mr. Cook and Mr. <laughs> Lamb, I guess. Hose. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, Hose, what's your toffee-nosed friend's name, by the way? It's Hose. Yes, I, I knew that, but what's his actual name? It's... It's John. Hose and John. <laughs> I love Hose and John. Cook and Lamb and Hose and John. <laughs> I love them so much. Is this episode just going to be called Hose and John? And the big reveal at the end. <sighs> We can leave a, a final word to after the credits, but that's the so they've they've done one of four tasks. They've they've returned the they've they've given the right person the broken chess piece, but I think the real broken chess piece are the friends they made along the way. I think that might be the recurring theme of every Cook and Lamb episode, <laughs> which is actually great that it yeah. never escalates. <laughs> like the, the story for... doesn't seem to get bigger, <laughs> yeah. the stakes never increase. We're going to have a great Christmas white elephant this year, pals. That was the continuing saga of Cook and Lamb. Now Cook, Lamb, Hose, and Sean. <laughs> Again, that was AI Dungeon, a very easy, playable, easily playable is what I meant to say, text-based adventure game that you can play yourself, play with friends on the internet. And uh, yeah, that's that's it for... Can't wait to see what Cook and Lamb get up to next. If you'd like to, just, you know, let us know what you're thinking. 
got anything you want to talk about, you can always talk to us, and that can be done at our email address. That's robots at backcamp.org, or you can tweet at us at robot typewriter. And we have a theme song, and it is called The Random Generation by the Generative Acoustic Network. This would be a lot easier if we recorded every week anymore, and I'd be able to remember that. I tried to see again to see if we could get a final Ooh, scene of the of same at home, image, but it's just the same much. image. It's the exact same image, isn't it? Yeah. Interesting. But there was some final lines there. So I just said, well, good night, hoes. Good night, John. We're going home to our husbands now. Good night, Mr. Sincere. Good night, Mr. John. You head out to your... We should not be driving. You should. You head out to your car. <laughs> well, it's not. It's our car, but it's not us driving. It's one of our husbands here to pick us oh, up. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, they're so great. <laughs> well, that was boring. That was boring? I thought it was great. Cook and Lamb wake up next morning, memories hazy in their pajamas at their respective homes. It's a good thing Cook was buying the round because that bar tab would be a nightmare. And it was not Cook buying the round. It ended up being Ted. Ted bought the one round, but true. I don't okay. know. Oh, Cook I bought guess... the round for the entire bar when Hose won the chess game. You know, I walked away without closing my tab, and John and Hose knew I left it open, so I can do whatever they want with it. They that bar still has my card. They just keep it there. I have a card that just <laughs> lives at that bar. I mean, it it is your debit card, which you get paid for your uh, job right outside the bar, so it all kind of works. 